Now we are moving into vision and what that means and how we can step into our vision. Week one is this week. So we're doing three weeks this month. Each week is going to be a different topic, but with the same theme of vision. This week is about hope and vision and the correlation between them. Next week, we're going to talk about ourselves and our vision and what that means. And then execution. Three. So it's all about the execution, actually taking action with your vision. And so it worked out really well because I wanted to share something that happened with me this week. And it just so happened to relate to vision and hope. And so I'm going to share a little bit of a story and it's kind of sad and hopefully it's not too triggering for all of you. Unfortunately, this week we actually had to put our dog down and it was much more difficult than I imagined. And I knew it was going to be difficult. But so for me, growing up, my parents only allowed us to have goldfish. And then as we got older, we actually ended up getting an outdoor cat to get rid of mice. And so our outdoor cat just lived in the garage. But then our dog, Molly, so we got her about seven months after my husband and I got married. And then we had her for almost 13 years. It would have been 13 years this year. And so we had to, long story short, she got sick at the end of last week and we didn't think it was too serious. And I, and, but then it ended up being more serious than we thought. And so by Monday we were like, okay, we need to like, it's, she's just suffering now and that's not okay. And so we decided to put her down. It was really hard to tell our daughter as well, because she's been her dog her whole life. And, and so on Tuesday, we were able to have a vet come into our home and do everything peacefully and just surrounded. And it it felt as, as beautiful as it can feel. It felt very beautiful. And we really got to spend a lot of time with her as her life ended. And it, you know, it was definitely very hard and very emotional for me, a lot more emotional than I expected. And then even on, so that was, so we knew we were going to have to put her down Monday afternoon. And then Tuesday was the day at noon. And then after that, you know, it was emotional. And, and then even yesterday, it was really hard for me as well. And like, it was something I wasn't expecting for it to be so hard and for me to miss her so much, even though I know how pets could really become parts of people's family. And it's really difficult to lose a pet, especially when they've been there for you through some really hard times. And so Molly was there for me when my nephew died. Molly was there for me when my son died. She's been there through it all, right? And so it was like, our pets become an emotional support for us. What I'm trying to say with this story is that I, on Wednesday, even I was just like, so it was like Tuesday, we spent like our daughter didn't go to school. Neither of us worked and we just like cleared our day so we could just spend it as a family. And then yesterday we're like, okay, we're all obviously daughters going back to work. Husband's going back to work. I'm going back to work. And I got in this like head space of just like feeling really overwhelmed and just feeling also like, what am I doing in my business? I don't like, I, I don't think I should be coaching anymore. Like I started going down this spiral. This isn't, I'm not supposed to be a coach. 
I should be doing something else. I should have a job. I like, I started going down this spiral. And so I noticed my feelings and just let myself have those feelings. And then I went, and that was early in the morning yesterday. And then I went to Pilates and then after Pilates, I came home and I danced a little bit because that's one of my, like, focus this year is to dance more and it helped shift me into more of this like creative mode because when we're in our joy we can be more creative and step into more alignment and that's when I stepped into my alignment I felt myself feeling more aligned and I was like reflecting yesterday on wow like when I felt like all hope was lost I really lost my vision and it was so easy for me to just be like nope there's no way I can do this anymore even though this is like definitely what I'm meant to be doing and so when I came across this quote where there is no vision there is no hope it was like for a moment it was like I lost my vision and I lost my hope and I almost actually felt like it was the reverse where where there is no hope there is no vision And they definitely go hand in hand because hope is we hope for something, right? Something that hasn't happened yet. Hope is something in the future and vision too. That's something that you are, you have for the future. It's something you're wanting for the future, something you see for the future. And so when we don't have hope, it's so easy to lose our vision. And the same goes when we start losing our vision, we start losing hope. And I really felt that yesterday when we are feeling this way about like when you're feeling hopeless and you, when you feel like I've lost all my hope, that's when it can feel so difficult to think about like, well, I don't, how can, I can't even think about a vision right now because I have no hope. And so this week, what I want you to think about is like, how do we, how do we get back to hope again? How do we get back to that? And one of the best ways to do that is to get yourself shifted out of conditioned self and into authentic self. So for me, what I did was I went to Pilates and moved my body. I, I also put myself around people where I didn't have to talk to them. One person that my instructor, who is my friend knew, and, you know, she said something after class, so she was sorry, but I, I just got to kind of just do my thing. And I modified the exercises as I wanted to, like, I was just like, and this is stuff that I've learned through doing trauma-sensitive yoga is that even when I'm doing a class as a different instructor, I can take what I've learned through trauma-sensitive yoga and apply it there. I don't have to do everything how she wants me to do it. I don't have to like push my body all the time. I can, I needed just to feel supportive and also move my body to move some of my emotion. And so that really helped me. And then when I got home, I was just like, I just feel like I want to dance and move my body. I put on some music and it was just like really beautiful flowing music. And that really allowed me to shift. And when I was able to shift then into my authentic self by using this joy technique, then I was able to kind of be like, okay, now I'm ready to like work again. I'm ready to be creative again. And so when we lose hope, it's hard to get in that creative mode and it's hard to see our vision. And oftentimes when we lose hope, it's easy for us to spiral down into despair and overwhelm and all that kind of stuff. Like, how am I going to do this? There's no way this is going to happen. All that kind of stuff. Shifting out of that is so important. And the way we do that 
is by shifting from our conditioned self into our authentic self. And you can do that through various joy techniques, which is something that I teach my clients. Shifting yourself into joy. How do you shift yourself into joy? Because when you do that, that's how you can shift into your authentic self. That's how you get into your creative energy and how you are in alignment with who you are and who you're meant to be. I also, when I was looking up quotes, the other thing I found was this quote, and it, it was, pain pushes until vision pulls. And I love that quote because it's so synonymous to our group, right? Like all of us have been through some sort of pain or trauma or life experience that it's like sometimes we're pushing to get past that pain. And what we want to get to is where our vision is pulling us instead of us pushing through the pain. When we're pushing through pain, oftentimes we're in our conditioned selves. It feels arduous. We actually feel like we're, we're having to push, like we're having to work so hard just to get to that next thing. And then when we allow our vision to pull us, it feels easier, right? When we're being pulled, it, it, it has that ease and that flow to it as opposed to us being pushed, right? Because the pain, pain pushes. So it's like us having to do all the work as opposed to our vision pulling us. And so again, that's really talking about shifting out of your conditioned self-beliefs into your authentic self, which is in alignment with who you are. And that allows you to pull, be pulled. And it allows you to flow in the direction that you're meant to be flowing in instead of feeling like you need to be pushed by your pain. Think about that right now. I want to take some time to reflect. Right now, are you in a place, and this is for reflection and curiosity, not of judgment, but are you right now pushing through pain? Is that how you're getting through your life? Is that how you are like getting work done? Is that how you are, are making change, creating change, making a difference? Is it because you're being pushed by your pain? Or right now, is it that you're being pulled by your vision? There's no right or wrong. There's no one that is better than the other. I see it kind of like when we talk about coping versus transforming, where coping is meant to be temporary. So pushing through pain is meant to be temporary. And allowing our vision to pull us is where we want to go, because that's when it becomes a little, I don't want to say easy, but we, we allow that ease into our life, right? So when you're, when you're being pulled by your vision, you're allowing ease and flow into your life as opposed to needing to be pushed by your pain. And also when we're being pushed by our pain, oftentimes there's guilt, there's anger, there's resentment with that as well, or even like revenge, like feeling like, or wanting to get back at someone else that like pain sometimes it's like I'm doing this to show everyone else that this isn't true or whatever it is it's okay to to use that to fuel you but you don't want that to be the only thing that's guiding you because if you're using those feelings that is low energy frequency those things are only going to get you so far. And again, it's going to feel like work. You're going to feel overwhelmed more easily. Your exhaustion is going to happen so much more easily than as opposed to if you're allowing yourself to be pulled by your vision. And so I want you to start thinking about this as we're moving through this week and then moving into next week and talking about our vision. Is are you right now in your life, are you being pushed by your pain or pulled by your vision. 
And again, there's no right or wrong, but do some reflection on that and think about that. It's like, when I take action, how am I taking action? Is it because of my pain or is it because of my passion and my vision? Melissa, pushed by the pain, yes. And, and sometimes, so like when I talked about um, losing our dog this week, I had to like push through some of my pain in order to get up, in order to get myself to Pilates. I had to push myself through that pain because I thought I'm like, oh, should I cancel? Should I not go? Because I just, I don't feel like crying in public right now. Cause I like, I dropped my daughter off at school and I cried on the couch and I was just like, oh my gosh, I was not expecting this so much like to just, it was like overtaking me. And I was like, I don't want to fake it, right? I don't want to have to fake it in front of people. I don't want to feel like I, I need to fake it. And I don't feel like crying in front of people either. So I had to have that pain push me a little bit and say, okay, this is like, I, I just was pushed by my pain because I had no vision because I was still in this mode of like, I need to quit coaching. Like I got so far down that I was like, I need to quit everything that I'm doing. So allowing your pain to push you is okay, but let's let's not let that be the only thing that that helps you to move forward. We don't want that to be the only way you take action is for you to feel pain, right? Because yes, we're gonna feel pain all throughout our life. But when we're only being pushed by our pain and we require pain in order to make progress, we're really allowing ourselves to suffer for so long. Unnecessary suffering is happening because you say, I, I'm not doing anything until it hurts. I'm not going to ask for help. I'm not going to get support. I'm not going to join a community that's going to really help me make progress because like, I'm, I'm okay figuring out on my own right now. Like, it's okay. I can handle the pain. And I have a, a high pain tolerance, like physical pain tolerance too. And so like sometimes, especially as, as women, sometimes we have that high pain tolerance and we say, I can push through it. Right. But that's, that's not how we want to live through life is having to push through things. Right. Yeah. And Melissa more so during the holidays. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes, and sometimes, again, sometimes we need that temporary push, but we don't want that to be the only thing that helps us to move forward. So getting into that place of like, okay, I, I know my pain is pushing me. I'm going to allow it to push me, but then what am I going to do so I can shift out of this pain? And because if I'm staying in pain, then really I'm choosing suffering. I'm choosing to suffer. And, and suffering is a choice. Pain isn't a choice. Suffering, suffering becomes a choice, I should say. Suffering can become a choice. Because if you're not willing to do something different, if you're not willing to say, hey, I need some help, I need some support. Because it's not until I did those things that I was able to shift. And for me right now, because of all of the, my own inner work that I've done, and because I have a support team already, it wasn't because my dog died that I got this support team, but I've had the support team for a long time now. I've already had it in place that helped me to shift when these things are coming up. Because again, pains are going to continue to happen through your life. Life challenges are going to continue to happen. You may lose other people or pets or other things are going to happen in your life that are going to cause us pain. So why not already have something in place so when these things happen, we don't get stuck there and then we don't end up choosing suffering because it feels easier. It actually, unfortunately, it starts to feel comfortable. We get so used to feeling uncomfortable that it, it feels more comfortable to stay uncomfortable instead of pushing beyond that comfort zone and saying, okay, it's time for me to shift and move forward so that we can create change, right? Because that's why you're here. You want to create change. You want to make a bigger difference. 
for some of you, that bigger difference is making a difference with you and your family. Some of you, it's like, I want to like create change around the world, right? And like, I want to really create impact. And oftentimes the impact that we want to make is because of the pain that we have, have felt, right? That's where it's like that pain can, can really be powerful, but then we want to transform it into that peace, power, and purpose. And so when we can get to that place of inner peace, we, it helps us to claim our power because when we have inner peace, that is really a way to claim your power is say, Hey, I, I have inner peace and nobody else, nobody can, can take that away from me because I have that inner peace and I don't allow people to take that from me. And that feels, that is a claim in your power. That is when you are in your power. And then when you start feeling that power, like, yes, this is me. I am in alignment. Then you go and you start influencing change around the world through your purpose, whatever that purpose is. Everyone's purpose can be a little bit different, right? Not everyone's purpose is going to be to be a coach. Some people's purpose is going to be like, I'm just going to do amazing at my job. I'm going to continue to be amazing daycare person. And I'm going to heal the world through my music, through my singing, through the, the beautiful gifts I like to create for people by just being someone for someone else. And so it's like, that's how you can influence change where you're at right now and allowing, allowing yourself to do that. But it, it's very difficult for us to influence that change and, and become that change maker when, we, when we're only being pushed by our pain, right? That, that pain is almost like that spark. And then your vision is what continues to help you to move forward. So your pain is your spark. Let that be temporary. So we don't start to choose suffering because then when you step into your vision, things become a little bit easier. Things start to flow and then you're in alignment and then doors start to open up that you were not even expecting because you're in alignment with your vision and you're allowing your vision to pull you as opposed to your pain pushing you. This is like, ooh, this is, this is really getting me like my juice is flowing. I love this. Yes, exactly, Elena. Thank you for saying that. And the pain still comes up here and there. Of course, yes, it is going to come up. And that's where I like the distinction between pain and suffering. Because like today has been a better day for me, but that doesn't mean like I still, it still feels strange to me, especially because it's so new. I'm like, even today, it's like I had, I make these like chunky monkey breakfast cookies and they have peanut butter in them. And even though they're baked, Molly, part beagle has the nose of a note, right? And I mean, most dogs have really good noses, but it's like, if when I would set, set that in my office, if I didn't stay in here, she would come in and eat it. And this morning I brought it in my office and I, I ran to the bathroom and I had that thought of like, oh, I need to put it up. So Molly doesn't eat it and I didn't need to do that. And so a little bit of that pain came up, but I didn't need to stay in that pain and then start to choose suffering in order to move forward. That's what I want for you. I don't want you to, to be choosing suffering in order to move forward. I want you to be like, hey, I'm in alignment and I can move forward with joy. And yes, the pain is gonna come up here and there, but it's not the place that we live in. We don't live in the pain and the suffering. It's something that's gonna continue to happen, but we don't need to stay there. That's temporary. Yes, yes, exactly, Melissa. It's hard. And it gets overwhelming, exactly. And that's where that overwhelm, that's where like for me, when I was getting overwhelmed then, it's like, okay, I need to, what have I learned? 
to do through my certifications and through everything? What do I teach my clients to do to help shift me out of this overwhelmed feeling? And oftentimes, if overwhelm, if it's something that comes up a lot, is feeling overwhelmed. So if it's not like this acute thing, like for me, it was acute. It was like, because my dog died, but if you're feeling overwhelmed very often, that's where letting go is so important. And that's really one of the foundational pieces that we do throughout my program is the letting go, the letting go so we can allow in. And so we did the letting go to leap challenge in December in this group. Because I know for me, when I get into my like acute overwhelm and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. And I'm someone who is like, I... I don't like to stay in in pain like that for that long when it's overwhelm and like anger and stuff like that. So I will be like, okay, I'm getting rid of this. I'm getting rid of this. And I start, and it's like, okay, I need to like take a beat, take a breath. So yes, I do need to let go of things, but I don't need to let go of them in this like fury. I need to get myself back into my authentic self, get myself back regulated. So then I know, okay, what is out of alignment for me to let go and what is in alignment for me to continue on. And so letting go is so, so important. And two, for anyone that's listening, if this is resonating with you and you want to get on a connect call, we can get on a a quick connect call and talk about, talk about this and like figure out like where you're at and see maybe if right now is a good time for you to get that support, to help you to release some of that. So it's not something that's ongoing. So you don't have to stay going through this cycle over and over and over again. Because for me, after my son died, like that's where I got to this point where I'm just like, and some people were like, when I started my coaching, they're like, how did you start coaching so soon after your son died? Like, how were you able to, to do it? The big thing for me is I didn't want to stay in the suffering. I don't, I have a high pain tolerance, but I don't have a high tolerance for suffering. And I was like, no, something needs to happen. Like I'm I am a creative problem solver and I'm like, okay, let's find a solution. I I am a creative solution finder as well. And so I was like, I'm getting a therapist. My daughter's getting a therapist. I started running again. Like I did it all. Like I just went all in, in my healing. And sometimes we need to do that. Sometimes we need to do that in order to shift out of this. And so if that's you, send me a, a direct message. And again, I appreciate all of you sharing because this adds to the training Not only that, and then other people have these same concerns. You are not alone when you're sharing the celebrations and the things that we're struggling with. You're not alone and you are adding so much value to this training because of that. I offer a free 15 minute connect call and that's just for us to connect and get to know each other. And then if we feel like the conversation needs to go further into potentially coaching, then we can talk about that, but it's just like a get to know you call and maybe talk about a couple things. It's not a coaching call, but it's us, for us to get to know each other a little bit better. And so each person in the group gets one 15 minute connect call. So if you haven't taken advantage of that, feel free to take advantage of that because I would love to connect with each and every one of you here because you deserve to feel an alignment, to have that inner peace, to feel what it feels like to claim your power and then be in alignment to influence change around the world by by following your purpose. So sending you all light and love, and I cannot wait to see you next week when we dive deeper into our vision.